This seems like the perfect intro, the perfect setup for where I am and where I'm going to go with this episode. So... Facebook and on the podcast Facebook Facebook community and I've also done several live podcast episode recordings and this is going to be another live and this is live from the MS Koenigsdam in Alaska I am actually on the ship right now um, I'm in my cabin and I'm the only one in here right now because I want to be as quiet as possible. So, and I have to use my headset. So what you're hearing, I apologize for the sound quality on the microphone because I have to use the microphone on the headset. So it's kind of poor in that quality. Plus, we're out in the middle of the ocean heading up towards Alaska. So like Stick says, come sail away with me. Welcome everyone. Welcome aboard the MS Koenigsdam. Now, there are several things that I'll get into and several things that I'll touch on and get into as much in depth as I can. Uh, and I apologize, I may yawn here. I'm going to get into depth as much as I can. So far, we've been to we've been to to Juno, and we just left Skagway. So, the first, so I'll start, so the trip kind of was odd. We, my brother-in-law gave us a ride up to the Seattle airport, where we met the bus that would take us across the border, that would take us up, up to Canada, and we got the, we met the Koenigsdam on the uh, Canada place, the port of Vancouver, and we sailed out of there. Now, as is required by, and everyone can tell you, as is required by, by cruising anywhere, you have to get a COVID test. Now, Holland America said, or as we call it, HAL. Holland America said, not just we, anybody that I know of calls it HAL, but as uh, Holland America requires three days, two to three days in advance, so you can get the results back before you sail. Uh, and that's required. Now, we did it three days in advance at a Walgreens. And I apologize to people who work at Walgreens or people who love Walgreens. I really apologize. I'm sure it's a great place to work. Now, as from my experience as a customer, I'm going to say it's not. Um, so you go to get 
So I'm going to start there. We go to get our tests. We go to get a COVID test. And they know. We told them when we pulled up. We told them we're going on a cruise. That's what this is for. And the farm tech, the farm pharmacy technician at the at the window said okay and she packaged the test and got everything set up and get it ready and handed it to us through the little automatic door slidey thing I don't know what else to call it other than to see the automatic door slidey thing so she um, she prepped everything and got it handed to us handed it to us and got it ready so it was so it was interesting and I remember thinking to myself it took that long just to prepare one kit and she prepared actually she was doing she was preparing I didn't realize it at the time she was preparing all three of them and that's why it took longer than I thought it would but um, so she prepared the kits and she slid them she put them in that little drawer, drawer slidey thing and we did the test so she knew beforehand she was told beforehand that we were doing this three days in advance and that it was for a trip for a cruise so she was aware of this and I get it you have a lot of things that you have to prepare you have a lot of tests that you have to go through and there's probably a backlog so I understand that Um, but we were told you were told beforehand that we were doing this three days in advance because we had a cruise requirement and let let me tell you all this I hope you will use and have better luck if we use Walgreens. I hope everyone has better luck than we did. But we, when you say, when you go up to have someone, you go up to have someone do a COVID test, please tell them you're doing, please try to do it three days in advance or whatever days in advance the cruise line requires. Please tell them you're doing it. This is why you're doing it. You're doing it three days in advance for this reason. And make sure they know three days in advance, you need the results before you leave. Because what Walgreens did was we were supposed to get them three days before we leave. We got them three days after we left. Now, I know you're going, huh? How did that happen? How did that even work? How are you on a cruise ship? And that happened. Well, luckily, Holland America had Walgreens butt covered. They, in our experience, they do testing they give you test options at the port so if you have a situation like we had where your test results aren't in you can have last minute tests observed at the port now in vancouver's case it was the i want to say pan pacific hotel um for a second there i said pan pacific and i second guess myself and i went pan american hotel like no that wouldn't make any sense <laughs> you're in canada so It'd be the Pan Pacific Hotel. Uh So anyway, we had the option of having the test done at the last minute there. And the tests were observed by a nurse who helped, who instructed us and gave and administered the test and she observed them. Uh, And so we had it conducted there. And obviously I'm on a ship, so it came out negative. Um, So we all came out negative and... We got the results back, and we kept the results handy, and we took them back down to Holland America, and we took them back to the port, and they, you know, have your passports ready, have, 
everything else ready. We had everything ready. And we just zipped right through. And it left me thinking, if it was this easy, why did we have to have it done for three days beforehand? Because Walgreens screwed up pretty pretty severely. Uh, they they got our results. We got our results while I was sitting on the ship. And there's a notice that said your Wal- Walgreens, your test results are in. What the heck good does that do me? Like yay, okay. Delete email. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to deal with you, Walgreens. So. Like I said, thankfully, Holland America saves Walgreens. But uh, yeah, we got we got right on the ship. We had our passport. We had a, the copy of the the negative results, um, and we had our COVID card, the COVID vaccination card. And that's what I would say to everyone. And I'm sure my good friends Matt and Kimbra will tell you. Make sure you have your vaccination card. Um, that's one of the things you you need to have. Have that with you. Have negative test results. And I would say the most important thing is the passport. Now, the other two things are important as well. But I would say the most important thing is to have the passport with you. And take that to, to the check-in area. Make sure you check in. Take everything with you. The... When you bring your bags, you bring your bags to the port. You bring the bags to the port. Um, and you call them porters. And then you bring them to the port. Well, you don't call them porters. They call them porters. Oh, that just hit me. Why are they called porters? I know you're going, well, duh. Uh, they take your bag at the port. And they're called porters. So, yeah, oh, you should have thought of this. So, um, they, they, they took our bags. We left them. We took them to the port. We left them to the port, and that we didn't see them, except for the carry-on. We didn't see them until we were on the ship. And they brought the porters, brought them to our cabin, and had them sitting on our beds. We didn't see them from from dropping off the ship, dropping them at the port, and then ending up in their cabin so whatever has been done or whatever cruise lines these days have been working on it's really efficient really really efficient and i can't speak for other cruise lines but i can safely and easily say holland america's got its stuff together they really they know what's going on now they you can you can count on them to to keep things straight and keep things together and they, they, they know their stuff. They're just good at it. Now, there's a lot of misconceptions that I've learned about Holland America that, in my opinion, is just wrong. Um, there, Holland America is a much easier going cruise line. They're more... I don't want to say they're more laid back or they're more relaxed because there's parts of the ship that really you could see on another ship. But they're, they're more laid back and more easygoing than the other lines that if you compare them to which you really shouldn't but if you compare them to like carnival or royal or princess they're more or norwegian they're more those lines are more of a party line and while you'll see environments on holland america where you'll get bars and you'll get 
uh, the Rolling Stone Rock Room, and you get Billboard on board. You get stuff like that. That that are music venues and partying venues. You'll get that, but it's much, much more laid back and much more easygoing than any of the other ones. Now, the impression has been given, or the impression has been said, a lot of times that Holland. I've heard, like I said before in a previous episode. Holland America has gotten the reputation for being the Florida of cruise lines. And you know what I, say, what I mean when I say the Florida of cruise lines? People tend to think that Holland America is the retirees cruise line. Or the line where a lot of old folks and retirees go on. And while you see that, you see a lot of retirees on, on Holland America. That's just not true. Um, it's not the retirees cruise line. It's a it's a cruise line that's susceptible to the same amount of things that all the other cruise lines are. You'll see, you'll see the cruise lines. You'll see Royal or or Carnival that have retirees on them, and those and that's just because those people have have preferences for the particular line. I've been asked several times, "Do you have a cruise line loyalty?" Our loyalty to a particular cruise line, and my response is no, absolutely not. I have no loyalty to a cruise line at all. I just don't care. It's it's not about what the cruise line offers. Yeah, I can't get the rock climbing walls that you can get on Royal, or you can't get Guy's Burgers that you can get on Carnival. You can get stuff like that. But I'm not on Royal. I'm on Holland America. And I'll get what they offer. And so, while if you press me and really, really pressed me, I might say, given what the stuff that I might be interested in and things that I might be in line with, I might gravitate more towards Carnival or Royal. But so what if the most easy option is Holland America? So what? Like, I really don't care. It's a cruise ship. And whatever Holland America does, from what I've seen, and I've, I've said before, I've only been on Disney and Carnival. And the luxuries that Holland America does, they do it better than both of them. Now, that's not to say that, that Holland, that um, Carnival and Disney are cheap. They're not. They're definitely not cheapskates at all. But I just say Holland America does it better. Not that they, uh, they, there are a lot of things that Holland is good at. Holland is, um, that I've been told several times, Holland is top of the line for, top of, of the industry, top of the line. Of course, they're top of the line, they're, t- they're their own line. <laughs> but they're top of the lines as far as culinary, food service, they're top. Like, they're top in that. They pride themselves on that, and they pride themselves on customer service, and they excel at it. They do really, really well, and you can see it's evident when you talk to people at shore excursions at guest services. You can see that that's what they do. That's what they put their energy and their drive towards, and it's evident that they care, and they make an effort to show you that they care. Now. I haven't had experience with the other lines um, in a while, in a long while, so I can't.
can't address how customer service has changed as far as those other lines are concerned with in nowadays. But um, Holland America is the first line I've been on since way before the pandemic started. So I can only address the changes as far as before with Disney and Carnival to now after with Holland America. Now, one of the really cool things that I really, really... Now, I also... Before I get into that, I, before I also say... I want to also say that a lot of what I know, Holland America is very, very old. Like, along with Cunard. Holland America is very, very old. It's a very, very old cruise line. It's been around for a long time. As far uh, as, far as I can remember, Holland America, and, and along with Cunard, like I just said... Holland America and Cunard go way back, like back before the Titanic, over 100 years ago. And they've been around for a long, long time. Now, that's not to say that that Carnival doesn't know their stuff and doesn't know, you know, cruising experience. They do. But Holland America has had a long time, a very, very long time to to master it and try to get good at it. And sure, there are things they don't, they, they glitch on. There's things that they don't do like other cruise lines do. Or they, they, they don't, they just don't, don't do it like them. Um, but they've had, like I said, over 100 years to do it, to get used to it. And there's things they do really, really well. And really, really good. There's things that Every cruise line has such a thing that they could use improvement on and things that they could do. One of the big pluses, honestly, one of the big pluses for me of Holland America, and maybe the other lines have this, I know everyone's going to go, when I say this, they're going to roll their eyes, but they have Coca-Cola Freestyle up on the Lido deck. That's, that's just a big plus for me. That's really cool. And that I really, really enjoy. That's awesome. Um, they're also... There's, you'll see, just like every, just like every cruise line, they have areas. This is going to counteract what I was saying about being the Florida of cruise lines. They have parts of their ship, parts of the line that all ships have. They have teen clubs. They have teen clubs. They have um, kids clubs. All the cruise lines have that. I would venture a guess. I wouldn't need to go anywhere near those. But I venture a guess that because Holland does everything else very well, they would do that very well as well. Now, I don't know what people would think. Like, if if you're bringing your kids along, you'd probably bring them on something else other than Holland. But don't let that dissuade you. Bring them on Holland as well. Because... What everything else Holland does really well, they'll do that really well too, and they're they're good at what they do. Uh, there's so when we got, I know if this is kind of long-winded as I have tended to be in previous episodes, but what so what happened when we got when we got on board was I remember taking a slower, I wouldn't say slow, extremely slow, laborious, but. Sorry, yawn, pause there. I remember taking a slow walk 
down the gangway onto the ship going holy crow I can't believe I'm getting on a cruise ship after such a long time yay no this is just and I remember thinking this was so this was so cool I love doing this so much so I was I wanted to savor it and wanted to enjoy it um and and I am and and I do there's there's a lot that there was to take in as as we were getting on I was trying to look for, get used to it. Now I'm pretty used to it. But I was trying to look around and take in the fact that I was on a cruise ship again. And looking around and taking around, taking in everything that was around me and trying to take the ship in. And that was all very awesome. And I just enjoyed trying, I'm still getting used to it. Trying to go around the ship and find where things are. And that's cool. That, I, that I'm getting a huge, huge kick out of. We, uh, we left... So when we left port in Vancouver, we had a day at day at sea, and I always joke: if you ha- what happens after you have what happens after you have a day at sea, you have a day at D. Get it? You have a day at sea. You have a day at D. I know you're all going. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> I know you go to port. But our, we had it. We had a day at sea. Uh, we were cruising the inside passage, and the one of the cool things is I I know I have said I'm a huge fan of live, and I am living in Seattle where I live. I'm a huge fan of being around the Cascades, but cruising along the inside passage and cruising along the Pacific where we are um, seeing the the coastal mountains and I can look out the window right here and see the I want to call them the Pacific coastal mountains or the Alaska the Alaska Pacific coastal mountains and just cruising along and looking out the window and see, or looking over, looking off the sides of the ship and seeing them that's awesome those mountains are extremely emphasis on extremely extremely steep you can see how much they rise up off the waterline and they go really 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 high up you can see snow cap peaks you can see snow and they go really really high up so it's just that's just impressive I just like standing out on deck and looking over the railing and looking to the water as the water goes up to the shore and up into the mountains really steep up there that's cool um, we cruised the inside passage and the first the first night we had dinner with my aunt and uncle joined us they surprised us uh, and we had dinner at, at what's called on I can't speak I believe they're all Holland ships but What's on the Koenigsdam, we had dinner at Canaletto. And we... Yes, Canaletto, just like Rudy's and the Pinnacle Grill. They're all specialty restaurants. And I think that's because all the cruise ships have specialty restaurants now. Now, I know you're probably going to roll your eyes and go, Oh, come on, this is something you should realize and thought of before. But I've always thought specialty restaurants were kind of stupid. Like the amount of money you're paying for a ticket for a cruise ship why are you going to have to pay extra to eat at a restaurant 
why just why not just go up to some place where your food is included? Just go up to in this in the case of this ship, the Lido deck, and or into the dining room. What, what's called here? Because I've heard I've heard several other podcasts call it the MDR, main dining room. Uh, here they just call it the DR. They drop the M. They just call it the DR. So at least on the Koenigsdown, they just drop the D, the M, and call it the DR. So I, the one thing I got when we from the DR is something that you won't get from the other areas. Well, from especially restaurants, you won't get it. But, and not from especially restaurants, you won't get it from the Lido. Because it's basically a buffet where, where they serve you. Instead of you grabbing, sticking your hand in a dish and getting a spoon and serving yourself. It's the same exact thing as you serving yourself at a buffet. The only difference being that they do it for you. And I guess I, I, and I totally understand that cleanliness and I understand all that. So the, in my opinion, in my impression so far, the portions in the dining room, at least on the Koenigsdown, and I can't speak for all the other, again, all the other Holland ships, but the portions in the dining room are a little bit smaller than seems sensible to me. Now, I know that say you want another helping of duck, you're getting duck. Say you want another helping of duck, you just ask for a second helping. Now, yes, I understand that. But it's just, I remember looking when, when, when I had my courses, I remember looking at the courses going, this is unusually small. And I finished it before everyone else at my table was even a quarter of the way through theirs. That's how quick. Like, I started eating it, and yes, I understand the fact that I was hungry, so that added to it. But I started eating it, and it was like, okay, I'm almost done, and I'm done. And I was sitting there for a little while, while everyone else was. I was sitting there for a while while everyone else was nibbling on theirs and finishing up their meal. So understand you can get more of something that if you want another one but I thought the portions were kind of small smaller than they should have been so I get that now I would more prefer when I went up to Canaletto on when we went up to, we're going back again tomorrow when I went up to Canaletto on the cruising day that portion I thought was sufficient that portion I liked the and of course it's Italian and and my taste buds in my stomach are Italian I'm not but they are so naturally uh, of course I got the lasagna and me and lasagna I would and have eaten it seven days a week 
every night for seven days in a row. I have done that and not been flustered by it at all. Now, I know you're going, whoa, well, that's just me. That's just how much I love Italian food. So we, so we are now, so we went to Juno and when we got to Juno after the day at sea, We, it was rainy, and when we got to Juno, it was real rainy, so that was a problem there. It, it made the visibility in the city area pretty poor, but we went. Uh, I went up the Mount Roberts Tram, the Gold Belt, I believe it's called, the Gold Belt Tram up Mount Roberts, and I was kind of like, well, I don't care if it's rainy or cloudy or not. I just want to go up the tram, get up to the top, and see what you can see. Now, like I said, it's it was cloudy so once you got up to the top there the only thing open was the gift shop so i get that uh, and you couldn't see anything else up there but you were above the clouds so it was the vi- you still had a view you still had a pretty good pretty cool view so i was up there and i was looking around going i can see some of the cruise ships down in the harbor below Behind us, there was the Crown Princess, and when we got to, we got back into port, when we got back into port, there was also the, the Holland America Eurodom, and that was, that was with us, behind us. I don't know if they're still with us, they're still cruising with us, but that was behind us. So, I could see that from all up, from all up top of the, of Mount Roberts. So, I went back down the tram, and walked back through Juno and back towards the ship. After I just laid around Juno and looked around there, there's a really cool place out there, Tracy's Crab Shack. I would recommend going there. Um, I hung around there, watched them do some of their crab cooking stuff, um, and then I went back to the ship. And now we were just in Skagway. And Skagway is really cool, really small, really short town. There's one bank one bank in Skagway and it's a Wells Fargo there's a I would heavily recommend to anyone who gets to Skagway to go to the the Yukon Pass uh, the Yukon Gold Rush and the Yukon Pass National Museum and I would check that out or I would take the White Pass Rail which takes you up through White Pass and you can see a little bit of what the prospectors saw during the Alaskan Gold Rush, of the Yukon Gold Rush. I didn't do that, but I kind of wish I did. So, and that's really cool. Now, we we just left we just left Skagway and we're on our way to Glacier Bay. Now, we're going to we're going to do that in the morning when we get up in the morning, and that's going to be fun. We're going to see whales, sea lions, or maybe, maybe that's sea lions, or are they seals? One of the two, we're going to see them. And that's going to be really cool. That I am really, really looking forward to. And this is just, this is just going to be really awesome. So this, this episode is really cool and really fun. And I really enjoyed it. So welcome. This, is, this has been really cool. This is, like I said, this is live. We're on, we're on it right now. And you, 
this is a live recording on it right now on the MS Koenig stuff. So this is really cool. I really this is real awesome to me. So live from so this was this is live from the MS Koenig's Dom. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sticking around as long as you have. Stick around for a little more in the end here. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast? Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. Want to check out the best travel vlogger and videos anywhere? Go to Atlantic City, Disney, Six Flags, all along the Atlantic City boardwalk, and go to Vegas. Check out the New York channel, N-U-Y-A-W-K, on YouTube. You will be thoroughly impressed and thoroughly entertained. You will love every second of what you're seeing. Go to YouTube and check out N-U-Y-A-W-K. You'll love what you're seeing. You'll enjoy every second of it. Want to check out the environment, the climate, the planet, and everything we can do to have an impact on it? Check out City Climate Corner. On all the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcast, Spotify, on everything. You won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy and love what you're listening to. Mm-hmm.